You're listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. Oneofus.net and all of the shows on it are 100% subscriber supported. Please consider becoming a subscriber to oneofus.net. Keep the site and all of our great shows going and get some terrific bonus content as well. Is it possible to give an anti-Emmy for the people who are in charge of this ceremony? Because nobody should be awarded for the crap this actual ceremony was. <laughs> I spent an hour before the show going trying to find a way to watch it. And within 15 minutes, I instantly regretted the time I wasted. <laughs> <laughs> and Brad, you DVR'd this, right? Yes, I was able to fast forward through most of the commercials. And the uh, when the jokes weren't landing, you know, just kind of skip ahead a little bit. It was pretty good. Oh, man. I Yeah, so, uh, hey, everybody. It's I'm the Price here talking about the Emmy winners. I mean, we talked about the nominees, so we should actually follow through and talk about the eventual winners of the show. Um, man, it's weird where – I remember when we talked about the Oscars this last year, we actually said, you know what? Without a host, this actually was pretty good. You know? It wasn't flawless. It had some low points and such. But, I mean, Brad, you were on that podcast. Uh, you, would you say that the Oscars this year was actually kind of tolerable to watch? Yeah. And it's yeah. usually – Fine, but the lack of host at the Oscars was a pleasant surprise, actually. I would agree with that. Yeah, uh, but apparently if you put it in Fox's hands to do something at the Emmys, it, it just doesn't work. It doesn't work, and I don't know what, like, where to begin about the things that were wrong with this Emmy ceremony. Uh, <laughs> the very first minute in which they had the dude from Reno 911 to narrate oh, gosh, whatever the fuck Thomas, he was doing. Thomas Lennon, yeah. Sorry, here, let me just do this first, though. Like, hey, everybody. Oh, the Emmy commentary, yeah. Yeah, it's me, Justin Zarian. Uh, over here is Bradley. Hello. Yep, and over here is Alan. Hi, I'm here also. Yeah, so let's talk about Thomas Lennon and how terrible he was in this, because, geez, like, what was... Was he just improvising stuff on the spot? Yes, yeah, no, he must have been, because at one point, I think, uh, I can't remember who won the fucking award, but it's like, oh, this person went to the stage more time than with the Trader Joe's. Uh, I'm not kidding. That was a joke. No, he had some, yeah, he had some really big duds i i don't think i heard i mean obviously nobody laughs at the commentators jokes kind of thing but i was just every single time they came out i'm just like can we can we go to anybody else but him right now <laughs> just it was so painful uh but yeah he was terrible uh also apparently the guys who do music for these ceremonies like, coordinate with each other except the people who do the oscars at least have a live orchestra to do covers for popular songs Somebody here just played their iPod playlist for the Dude, entire night. Dude, I was losing my mind because I'm like, who is picking these choices? I what point, I can't fucking remember who won. I think someone won for Chernobyl. And then they start playing Florence and the Machine. I'm like, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> well, I guess and there's the a machine. the most depressing, horrifying, life-changing, just darkness and, of a drama goes to this. And then here comes... It came in Ragnarokin Ball. Dude, Very no, Fleabag. They played that for Fleabag. For like, oh, the story about a woman that's kind of going through a sexual revolution or a depression. I've never really watched the show. I'm only getting from the clips. And they just start playing fucking Miley Cyrus songs. Like, <laughs> yeah, I thought I was losing my mind. <laughs> I'm sure somebody thought they were very clever playing popular so songs strange. that tangentially related to the thing. But it was just, it was just boring and bland. And then it just, it, yeah, it was just awful choices all the way through. Uh, also, man, uh, again, if you want proof that actors can't be funny without people to direct them or actually write jokes for them, here you go. All the people who presented jokes up here, I think there was maybe two or three times I actually legitimately laughed at this whole thing. Everyone else was just painful, cringeworthy, look away from the screen level well, comedy. 
Well, the director of uh, sorry, not the, the actress that is the main character for Fleabag got me the first time because the first time oh, she's, she's like, funny. oh yeah, she's legitimately funny. Yeah, yeah, because like, oh man, writing is really hard. Yada yada yada, all that stuff. And I guess she didn't expect to win best leading best actress in a leading role, so she kind of goes up and goes. Acting's really hard. Because <laughs> he's like, fuck, I didn't expect to win so this. Hard. <laughs> Most yeah, British but... woman in the world, Jesus Christ. Colin, first, she's coming for your role. Dude, like, we were jo- joking on the uh, Facebook chats, like, yeah, we should ma- they should make the most totally British father-daughter comedy ever with Colin Firth and <laughs> Phoebe Waller-Bridge together. Well, I, I know you guys were joking, but I kind of want to see that, though, don't you think? I, I would love to see I that. Like I'm Colin sure Firth, great. he's a great actor. Yeah, but that's the thing, it's like, those pe- those people like when they were presenting or accepting awards and stuff, they were natural. They felt natural and you know comfortable and even a bit funny at times. It was all the pre-planned presenters, the people like the comedians, quote quote. And you're just like, these bits are going on forever. Like, oh freaking, my god! What was the one for lead actor in a comedy? Uh, who was it? Who was on the stage for that one? That whole bit where they had eye surgery, quote quote, and they had to, oh like, my god! That was the like the only okay. One of the few times I laughed was the only joke that was clearly obviously planned, but it was just refreshing because at least it was a punchline where they're like misreading all the names painfully, and at one point they go and Ted Danson for the Good Place, and you're just like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was um, Rudolph, and I don't remember oh, Maya Rudolph. the eye surgery, but that was the worst. As soon as they came on, I was like, please don't, please don't. No, I, I, and that went on for as soon as like, I saw them on stage, I'm like, please stop. Please that went on for like four minutes. I, I resent this part of our show. Maya Rudolph is a treasure. Can we please move on? I'm sorry, even great, com- even great comedians can do unfunny bits. <laughs> yeah. Like, even freaking, I, I, I mean, oh my gosh, there were so many low points. Uh, Ken Jeong and Nick Cannon being paired up together for a TikTok joke. That is the worst of the whole night was the worst because it goes on for so long. I don't know. Wh- I think the punchline was uh, insult my child. I think that's what they were going for. <laughs> the punchline sure. was Ken Jeong wants his kids to feel embarrassed and Nick Cannon doesn't yeah, want people so. to know he's old enough and has kids. Yeah, Nick Cannon clearly doesn't want to be there. Like, seriously, they they had the chemistry of, like, two people who awkwardly meet each other at a grocery store. It's just like... (laughs) Yeah. Like, seriously, like, Ken Jeong's going at 150, and and Nick Cannon's just, like, barely present in the scene in that bit. Yeah. You see see where the peas are? I I gotta get out of here. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, okay, obnoxious dude, can I I go over? I I gotta get home to my wife. (laughs) And they just keep blocking you with the cart. <laughs> That's kind of what Ken Jeong was doing, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's just man, and, and then all the gratuitous plugging for Fox products about the whole thing. It's like we get it. You got a lot of shows ending, and you got some popular shows that people without cable watch. Ooh, you know. It's just I was surprised how tame the Family Guy sequence was. It, well, it was not funny, first of all. But, uh, Actually, it was, it was a little bit funny, so but dull. much like Family Guy, it goes on too long. Because they're like, oh man, the Emmys had such great uh, awards like for Roseanne and for Bill Cosby. That's kind of funny. And then they go and run into the ground because that's what yeah, Family Guy kept repeating. Yeah. yeah, it's like, I, I would kill for them to have d- done with Bob's Burgers instead of Family Guy. At least that would have been funny in that case. But <laughs> anyway, like yeah, burgers, yeah, it's just it was just painful. And then... All the, oh my gosh, all the tribute promos they did for shows that were ending this year. Like, hey, here's the Game of Thrones segment. Here's the Veep section. Here's the everybody else except for a couple shows we left off because we didn't think about it segment. It's like, wait, no love for Crazy Ex-Girlfriend or You're the Worst? Nah, they're not big enough, apparently. Yeah. How awkward was it that the best music was the um, Memoriam? Well, that part, okay, again, things that were probably good about the show, that whole segment with, uh, who was the singer who did that one? She was fantastic. And it was live. Yeah, no, but uh, Alan, who was the singer? Do you remember? 
Uh, oh, uh, it's Halsey. Halsey, yeah, that's right. There She's an incredible singer. Yeah. Who, as soon as she goes on stage, I'm like, well, Halsey's entire career is about making gun-wrenching stories about drug addiction. What song is she going to sing? Well, I guess you couldn't have picked a worse song. Well, I mean, was it It was a cover of, like, was it a... Time of it? My Life? Oh, no, oh, no, yeah. It wasn't Time of My Life. <laughs> time after <laughs> yeah, time. Probably, time after time. Time after time. Yeah, there we go. I was gonna say, time, the after, point. time of My Life would have been a really bad thing to <laughs> that say. That would have been that. hilarious. That would be a horrible choice. Here yeah, because I was thinking, like, oh, it's so the Point Dynamite song. Yeah, so... But yeah, no, that was really good, and there was like a few funny moments where like even um the bit with Bill Hader coming on with Phoebe Waller Bridge later, where it's like, okay, Bill Hader being comfortable and just riffing is better than any other comedian right now. So Because so he's fun. a comedian, he knows how yeah, the funny is. I mean, really then again, what's Amy Poehler? What the fuck was her problem? I don't know. But honestly, I think can we all agree that the best intentionally funny moment of the night was when um oh what's their name? Jimmy Kimmel and Stephen Colbert came up. Yeah, they were the yeah. best going because they literally went on stage and saying what everyone else is thinking. The show sucks. What's wrong with y'all? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I they like, understand each right, other too, sucks. and they were able to play off of each other naturally because they both don't have the same type of comedy brand. I think their brands are different, but they well, get, you know, comedic timing. Well, they're both, you know, they're both talk show hosts, and they're both yeah. improv. They, they have to go on improv, like actually roll with the flow, and they know exactly what to say to say, yeah, let's just pick up the energy of what people are feeling about this and roll with it. And know? the show did yeah. suck, so yeah, all they had to do was walk up and say, man, this show fucking sucks, holy shit. And then <laughs> you everyone would have laughed because it was bad. It was really, really bad. I, I just don't know. But I, I know Bradley had a couple funny moments or moments he thought were funny. I don't know if they were meant to be funny, but I'm curious. What were some of your favorite moments for that, Brad? I'm going to start with uh, one. It wasn't meant to be funny. It was Ben Wishaw thinking he had no chance in hell at winning, so getting pre-smashed and then winning. And I've never seen a very English scandal. I actually like Ben Wishaw a lot. Wait, so, was he drunk on stage? Yeah, no, he, was he, he admitted he had smashed hangover, on stage. So. He, oh my god! Like, oh, I, like he said he had a hangover, and then you know it's like oh ha ha ha, but then quickly showed us all that he did have a hangover. <laughs> <laughs> it was you know the lights were hurting his eyes and he was like oh be be kind and polite and the world will be right and you know that silly just the That's silliness hilarious. of him was really fun and he kept were you British this week Hugh then Grant you won an win, award so yeah it was yeah. a fun time yeah no but then um another great moment that was kind of unintentionally funny too was when Jodie Cromer won and she went up she's like so yeah I kind of told my parents not to come to the Emmys because I didn't think it would be my time so. I'm sorry, and I love you guys. Because <laughs> this just happened that out of nowhere she would win. It's like, oops. <laughs> I was going to um, say, yeah, there's a history of y'all not thinking you're going to win. I don't blame you. I don't think it, people expect the Game of Thrones not to win as many awards as it did. Well, that's the thing is that with the dramatic categories this year, they were so wide open for acting and directing that stuff that it could have been anybody who could have won. You know, There was oh no definite God. winners. So. Uh, some deserve, some less deserve. I'm but, glad Netflix won a few, because holy shit, I didn't think they'd win any like, halfway through the night. Yeah, I think it was just, again, those things of like, yeah, we don't know how much we want to give Game of Thrones for the last season, so maybe we should spread the love a bit. Let's give it the last award, because fuck you. And we walked <laughs> on stage and we forgot we got nominated. I'm oh, like, man. I bet there's a lot you forgot about that last season. <laughs> how brutal was it, though, seeing that entire cast go up and be like, wow, this is it. <laughs> This is the peak. And I might have um, ran on stage. We'll never do anything start. ever again. Except for <laughs> Peter Dinklage. Man, I I don't know. Well, Being a is, there anything else about, is there anything <laughs> else? I don't this? give a shit. I'm, so, I'm still mad. <laughs> well, is there anything about the ceremony itself before we get started talking about the actual winners in this case? Um, it, I don't know. It just, it, 
it's hard to say whether or not this was lack of planning or too much planning in the wrong direction. I think it's what both. actually caused the problems. Yeah, I like even the op- like from the very opening scene where they had um, Anthony Anderson and a bunch of other Fox stars go up to go like, "Hey, here's us making a bunch of pop culture jokes and funny gags." Ha ha ha! Yeah. Oh, look, a coffee cup, just like in Game of Thrones. Ha yeah, ha ha! No Starbucks cups. But that was my yeah. favorite and least favorite joke because Homer Simpson comes out and I'm already feeling like, "Oh Lord, this." <laughs> Who the frick cares about the Simpsons? Seriously. Who even still watches that? I, I know. Their ratings are huge. I'm an idiot. I catch it from time to time. I always watch the Halloween special. Anyways, when the piano falls on Homer and everyone's like, okay. And Anthony Anders <laughs> shouts out, what the hell was that? I thought that was ad-libbed and he was just reacting to what we were seeing. And it was great. I thought that was hilarious. But then he jumped into how it was actually a bit. And then it got really cringy. So. Yeah. It's just, ugh. Yeah, this is... Everything I say about whatever stuff with award season, this is the worst of those kind of things. Just like, yeah, yeah. Th- where things could possibly go right, like say the Oscars, where it's actually tolerable, this is everything that could possibly go wrong with an award ceremony. Well, because the Oscars weren't necessarily trying to be like a fucking comedy special. They were just doing their job. And the reason we enjoyed it is because it flowed through properly. It didn't feel like it took so long. And everyone did what they wanted to do. But everyone's up here trying to go up here like it's fucking Midnight the Apollo. Yeah, I mean, and that's the weird thing. It's like you think again. With we were so happy with the no host stuff this year for the Oscars. It's like, oh, it's a breath of fresh air. It's all about the movies. And somehow, with peak television and being all about television, it's not about television. It's about selling Fox <laughs> and selling comedians. It's just, yeah. I, I feel like I'm just gonna rant and rant about how terrible this, this was. was. Honestly, this was so bad. I don't even think I want to watch it next year. I yeah. I, hey, I don't blame you, man. I just do this just cause. But there's no. I'll, I'll go find a roundup and I'll join on the next eye of the prize. But I don't know if I want to sit through three hours of the most cringiest bullshit I've sat through. And I watched Zach Galifianakis movie this year. <laughs> hey, I mean, fast it, forward, dude. It, it, it made it slightly more fun to make jokes with you about it on the on the messenger. So <laughs> you're right, but still. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, why don't we actually talk about the shows that won? Because honestly, this was quite a diverse year of people who we expected to win and then some out of nowhere wins uh yeah that was so fucking weird <laughs> some, of the, some of the ones that won i literally turned to my friends i'm like how the fuck did that win yeah so in this case people uh, i made a little list here of all the shows that won and all the awards they won both for this week's awards which are all the primetime stuff and then the creative arts emmys that happened last week when they do all the technical prizes like music costume design sound or whatever so we're just gonna go through a big block of who won the most or who won significant awards in this case uh, so, first of all, we have to just address the elephant in the room that, yes, Game of Thrones won the most Emmys of any show this year. So, not it's as many weird. as... Yeah, I just saying, not as many as people thought it would win, but still the most. It's strange, because watching the, th- the show, I was like, oh, good, Game of Thrones didn't win that many, but you're saying it won the most? I'm like, it didn't feel like that watching these shows. Did well, it end the up breaking was, that all-time record they were kind of shooting for? I... I have to look that up to make sure, but so the, the thing was the the reason why it won so much is because it won a bunch of technical prizes uh, last, oh, that makes last sense. week. Yeah, for some fucking reason. Yeah. So, well, I mean, to be fair, it's a high production value. I mean, other than the stuff we make fun of, like the coffee cups and that kind of stuff, like it's still clear that they spent a lot of money doing production work on this. Although, yeah, when I tell you the episodes that won for certain things, you're gonna probably be like, "Wait, what?" Because okay, here we go. the The awards that it won. Main title design, which, I mean, yes, they did a, a really... That's a fucking award? Okay, yes. sure. So, you know, there is an art to designing titles for show, like, you know, those intro sequences. And yeah. while Game of Thrones has one of the most iconic sequences ever, and this new redesign was cool, 
it was just the same redesign. I mean, it was just the same design, just with different coloring and different positioning. You know. Yeah, like I mean, I guess that's a weird ass. I mean, that's a award only game. The Game of Thrones award goes to Game of Thrones. Yeah, well, it's weird too because the other contenders were mostly very similar. It's like, oh, it's True Detective, and it's just another version of the True Detective season one intro, but with Mahershala Ali and all the other characters. So, it, I don't know. It, this year in particular was very underwhelming in this category. Where some years they go, oh yeah, this was definitely the clear winner. Like um, the year Counterpart won this award. It's like yeah, Counterpart had the most impressive intro sequence of any of those shows. So, um, it also won for best music for a dramatic series, which. Okay, it totally deserved that, because the music this yeah, season was incredible. That. I'll give it that, sure. Yeah, and it won for the music for the Long Night episode, like especially oh, that fuck. one solo bit with the uh, the Night King coming in to kill uh, Bran and Theon. Yeah, before... Why did you just kill Bran? Yeah. Uh, this isn't about the actual plot of the episode. I know, I but I'm still mad. <laughs> that, um, that was great music set up, man. Oh, yeah, it's sure. fantastic music. So, uh, And this is the second win for Raman Jawaldi, uh, the, the composer. So it's like, okay, cool. He finally got a couple do, you know, d- very deserved awards for this. Um, casting for a dramatic series at one also, which, I mean... Sure? That's a weird situation because everyone is the same actors. They didn't yeah, cast... They, they were like, already cast. The only them. person they added to the cast was freaking stupid Harry Strickland, or whatever that character's name was. <laughs> Jeez, who was he? Who did he play? That was that dude who was the leader of the Golden Company who they killed off right after okay, they introduced him. Okay, yeah, immediately. I'm like, wait a minute. The guy's name is Harry Strickland in this world full of crazy-sounding names. You got some dude named Harry Strickland as the bad guy now. That's his real name. <laughs> I think if he didn't get killed off, Arya wouldn't have got to ride that horse for 10 seconds. What the it, hell was that? <laughs> somebody was, I don't like, know. Uh, fuck. <laughs> so anyway, like, we, are, we already did the Game of Thrones podcast. <laughs> yeah, we already did that podcast, Alan. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so um, So... The Long Night also took awards for sound mixing and sound editing, which, okay, I mean the sound was very good. Yeah, like zombie noises. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, like that, like yeah, the the fucking technical for the fight is as much as I couldn't see. Oh, and I hear the the, the, the yeah. sound of fire is actually very difficult to imitate. So, well, yeah, short of you lighting the fucking studio on fire, you're not really gonna get a good look. <laughs> <laughs> um, that episode also, yeah, Long Night also won for makeup in a single ser- uh, single camera series, non prosthetic. So that's like you know traditional makeup style kind of stuff. Uh, okay. And then it also won. I'm sure Brad will protest this. It won best editing for the Long Night episode too, which I'm like, really that episode? Not any of the other ones that were more coherently edited for their battle sequences. But okay, yeah, I not always have trouble with editing unless a pro explains it to me. Then I'm like, whoa, and like beholden to the magic of editing. I mean, to be fair, to sustain that much momentum, even with especially how hard it was to see those battle sequences, I'm sure that was a Herculean effort for that editor to do all that stuff. Yeah, so. that's a good uh, point. Nah, I think the fifth episode is way better editing. I don't know how. Well, no, I I agree, I agree, it's superior. But the fifth episode did win prizes for visual effects and okay. for and for costuming. So sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then also it won for best stunt coordination for a drama, limited, or movie. So That's fair. Yeah. They, they, Did that have yeah, the most you, stunt coordination of any of them by, a, like, a wide margin? Oh, pro- oh yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Well, especially, <laughs> I mean, Barry like, would probably be the only one in second place and had, like, three action sequences. Well, and Barry yeah. was in a different category for that one for stunt coordination. But, uh, oh, what? Well, because there's two stunt coordinations. There's for drama series and for comedy series. So. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, no, the, the stunt coordination in Game of Thrones was really impressive, especially, like, yeah. the, the, the whole hound and the mountain fight scene was really cool and that oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, that's the best fight scene the show's had in a while. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I wouldn't uh, say that. I would, dude. The emotion and the fucking choreography, it's the best fight scene the show's had for a while. Yeah. It seemed like a WWE thing to me. I don't know. 
Which maybe it was supposed to. <laughs> Which again, was supposed well, to, I don't so. see the problem. I don't see the yeah. problem. That was with the that. fans building it up. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm being a snobby little trashy book reader. I'm sorry. <laughs> Did you expect it like like WWE? I think it's like John Cena. It's like it's the mountain. Oh my gosh! It's the mountain. He just took his mask off. No. <laughs> Anyways. They went um, over the balcony. Yeah. So then the last two awards it won were for supporting actor for Peter Dinklage, because sure, sure, why not? Kind of thing. No, like, no, again, that, it's absurd. one of those things where it's like Peter Dinklage I, is a good actor and he's good in that role, but just like the last few seasons, it feels like he's gotten nothing to do to really stand his out. His character arc ended after a while what? and he just kind of became like the same stagnant supporting character. I'll say just this, the, like for a lot of season eight, he did have to hold it on his back because fucking it's not like they're going to give it to fucking uh, I don't want it snow. <laughs> Which thankfully he, he didn't do win, anything so. in season eight. He came to Jon Snow's trial and was like, "Oh, what if instead of a trial, we award someone the crown?" Like that doesn't make any sense. That's not a moving, amazing scene. I mean, stupid. He, he, it was a fine monologue. He delivered it well, but it was yeah. just yeah. I don't. I don't know what John Carlo Esposito and Jonathan Banks did to the Emmys because they've been snubbed so many times. Jonathan I mean, Banks by the same actor, by the way. So, whatever. Yeah. But then the last one, of course, the one that stirred up the whole controversy again, that it won Best Drama Series, because... All right, it's just a legacy win. They're just well, like, hey, it's the last me, time we can get Game of Thrones to the series were up. Me, Best Drama see. Series, because fuck us, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> just let me see what the nominees were, just a sec. Okay, uh, well, Better Call Saul. That's, that's one of my absolute favorites, okay? Yeah. Bodyguard I haven't seen. That was great. Killing Eve, I hear, is really great. Ozark, you guys always rave about. That's fucking awesome. Pose, everyone I know is raving about. Same with Succession. This is us, I would say, is on par with Game of Thrones. Well, I mean, and that's the thing. It's like, the problem is it was mostly a popularity contest because for for how great those shows are, they're not as watched as Game of Thrones. So people will only vote for things they know. Sadly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and like, when you gave that list, I'm like, the yeah, there's call. three shows on there that I think are way better this season than Game of Thrones was. But Game of Thrones was going to win that award no matter what. Like, <laughs> and it's sad. But, you know, whatever the case is, it's like, okay, fine. It won 12 awards this night. So that's the most awarded one out of the whole ceremony. And cool. Okay. Uh, it's nice to see people getting recognized, but whatever. Uh, I know. Like, Again, I don't feel like I hated this season as much as everybody else, but I definitely see all the things people complain about, and I don't disagree. This was probably the weakest season of the whole show by far. So. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I season didn't five had its moments. Season well, five was probably my second. I think third. I came out pretty middling in our <laughs> podcast. So, yeah. But anyways, uh, the other show that dominated with ten wins, wow, was Chernobyl. Yeah. Ha! Oh my god. Okay, so let me tell you what it won. <laughs> Chernobyl won for best music. Uh, for and mostly the second and first episodes were the ones they submitted for almost all these categories they, they competed in. So, yeah, so best music for a limited series, which the, the guy, I love this dude, but his name is so freaking hard to pronounce. It's like Hildor Gotothir. He's like, yeah, some, yeah, yeah. Yeah, some Eastern European thing. Uh, best visual effects in a supporting role. So, not full on big special effects because Game of Thrones won that one. So, mm-hmm. um,. Then, let's see, we also got Best Production Design, which, sure, I mean, the set work is all fantastic in that. Uh, that I mean, oh, it's, uh, I mean, it's okay set design. I wouldn't <laughs> no, really run it. It looked like it. Chernobyl. I thought they filmed yeah. there for a second, then thought, no, that wouldn't make any sense. 
Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, production design for a narrative or a, a, for narrative period or fantasy show. Because apparently oh. they have several levels of production design depending Wait, on the How did Game of Thrones not win that award? Or was it not nominated? Uh, no, it didn't win. Yeah. It, it, it competed in the same category, but it didn't win. How did it lose to well, they, Game of Thrones? How did Game of Thrones lose? They probably didn't lose? see the design through the darkness. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You're right. You're right. Um, it also won sound mixing and sound editing. So, okay. That, that's, that, oh, that well, is, of course. It better yeah. fucking win for that well second episode alone. Yeah, with all the Geiger counter stuff and the yeah, crazy. Making the Geiger counter like the new Jaws Scream. track is brilliant yeah. chef's kiss. Um, it also won cinematography and editing for the whole series. So, Absolutely. Which, sure. Yeah, this, the camera work, especially that one tracking shot they did on the roof, is just so oh, freaking yeah. fantastic. So. Uh, and then the trifecta at this uh, for this week's ceremony, it won Best Writing, Best Director, and Best Limited Series. So, wow. So, here's the thing. The guy who wrote Hangover 2 and uh, The Identity Thief and a whole bunch of terrible comedies is a Emmy winner now for a high-concept high dramatic series. <laughs> you know, he, he seemed like a really cool guy, though. Oh, yeah. No, that's the thing. It's like, when you hear him on the Chernobyl podcast and everything else they've interviewed him with that stuff, he sounds like a very rational, very well-thought-out dude. He just, he, you know, yeah. he knew where his money was. He wrote he, the fucking hangover. Yeah. Like if, well, if I won for writing, I would give the most pretentious, stuck-up, and God created the earth so Brad could live there and write type of speech. Oh, hell no. But this guy was so down-to-earth and funny. I was kind of taken aback by his charm. Yeah. No, and then uh, the also the director... Oh, but I was saying the director Johan ranked or whatever his name is, uh, where he just looked like a crazy hipster with the fedora and everything else coming up the stage. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was weird. <laughs> but he seemed like a cool enough guy, just a very like I'm an artist and thank you and hello everybody and bye. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go get uh, smashed with Ben Wishaw now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then the last one was best limited series, like I said. Which hey, I you know of again, course. I'm I'm totally biased here. I thought Chernobyl was my that's currently my number one and my favorite TV series. Uh, what did it be? It said best limited series. What, what yeah? Shows did so it be? um, best limited series. Let me look that up quickly because I have it right here. Uh, it was up against When They See Us. Okay. Uh, it was up against uh, Escape at Dead Mora, Fosse Verdon, and Sharp Objects. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I think that a lot of people were upset that When They See Us didn't win. But yeah. it's it, but again, Chernobyl was more popular. Well, and that's the thing again, where it's like when they see us had a lot of the political, social stuff about it, but more lots of people saw Chernobyl. Like when you that, a lot of, ended up being a popularity contest. A lot of people like, yeah, confused but, I mean, when they see us with the documentary that was out at the same time. Both fantastic, of course. But oh, I think possibly. when they see us wasn't seen because of the the documentary. That or was. they just don't like they've been doing a lot of shit where it's like when they see us like I'm surprised they gave the awards to that show that they did. But like it felt like for half the show they were stubbing that show a lot. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, the problem is, too, is that when they see it was so represented in certain acting categories, that I'm sure just like a lot of shows or a lot of years and that stuff. Getting that many nominees on one ballot will split the vote in a lot of occasions because they had like right. three supporting actors, two supporting actresses, two lead actresses. And, you know, it's the same thing that happened to Barry, where none of the supporting actors won for Barry because it split the vote. Uh, well, I got a quick question for both of you. I hope that's okay. What's up? Why yeah. is Outstanding Limited Series torture sadness porn? All of these. Because that's what awards are, man. Like, <laughs> no, hey, I'm this, sad. this category, especially, guys, all of it is given to despair and let it take you for it's warm there. You know, this is a very. Uh, because sad the only way to category. act is to also cry in the role. I mean, you know, they're all very well done, but well, yeah, no, not even cry. Good. Like so sad that you can't cry that you're like, I can't believe that this is actually happening. Like your soul is dead. You're so sad. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, here's something a little bit to cheer you up then. Because the third most, <laughs> most awarded show this night was Marvel's Mrs. Maisel. See, I pronounced it right, Alan. Woo. Yeah, it, it just took you someone saying on fucking stage for you to finally get it right. <laughs> now, to be fair, since we recorded that first podcast, I have watched the first season. I freaking love this show so much. You will not even believe it. It's so good. Like, yeah. you, you were totally right, Alan, on that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Like, I got to watch the second season, then we should probably just do a third season. Like, yeah. No, uh, hey, third season's coming out soon, so we should totally watch yeah, it. Is this on Amazon or Hulu? Yep. Uh, it's Amazon. So. Which Amazon's starting to get up there with their like original programming of like I'm not saying they're they're going to counter Netflix because good luck with that but like they're definitely like number three right now. Well, that's the thing is that uh, Amazon and HBO were some of the biggest winners that, coming out of this. Like it, Netflix did okay mostly in like creative categories and like variety shows that kind of stuff. But in terms of big fiction drama and comedy, Amazon was right there behind HBO because uh, Marvel's Mrs. Maisel got Best Music Supervision, which was. Pretty much a category solely invented for this and Big Little Lies, which both won it so far. So, which is, you know, to say whoever was organizing the actual soundtrack of pre-recorded songs, which they're all great in the show. Uh, it also won for hairstyling. So, you of know. course it did. Yeah, of course. Uh, it won for period costumes because, of course, it did. You know. Wait, what? As gave it. Well, Sorry, no, no, no. Game of Thrones. No, so Game of Thrones won for fantasy sci-fi costumes. This one won for period costumes, like actual but historical it's... stuff. Okay, because I was gonna say that. What a way to split the hair. Are we counting Game of Thrones as historical or not? No, it's a it's a fantasy show. That's what they count. It's still historical. It's not based on actual history. The, the Starks have not existed ever. Yeah, but it was oh whatever. Again, we're spl- I would love to be that discussion. Are we gonna count Game of Thrones as history? Well, no, something that it actually the closest it comes to is the War of Roses period in uh, Britannia, but nothing really resembles anything even plausible. Well, sure. Um, but one surprise that it stole from Game of Thrones, probably, I would say deservingly, was cinematography. Which, man, I would oh, say this... Oh, not that, surprisingly. Give well, it to fucking Maisel. Yeah, because it's a great-looking show, you know, all the way through. Uh, now, then, the last four wins it got were all for acting categories. Because it won Guest Actor for Luke Kirby, the guy who plays um, Lenny Bruce in the show. Oh, yeah, that guy's good. Oh, he's great. And then uh, Jane Lynch won for playing that one actress who she revealed as a fraud. Oh, yeah. That was, that was actually funny. the only time in that she's uh, been in that role that I didn't want to gouge my eyes out. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, uh, but yeah, apparently she does come back this season. So I, I can't wait to see how that is because apparently she's great. Uh, but then the other two pretty much expected wins this this year were for Best Supporting Actress for Alex Bornstein again because she's she's amazing. She's just so good yeah. in the show. Uh, and then Tony Shalhoub won for Supporting Actor this year. Uh, which also probably one of my favorite cringy but not horribly cringy stuff was him in his acceptance speech because man he is a nervous wreck when he's on stage. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was like, look at this. I'm like, dude, breathe. Yeah, I, thought he, I thought he was doing a bit and it, the bit wasn't <laughs> so landing. Did I. I remember he's just playing monk. You. Yeah, he's just being monk on stage. Yeah, just <laughs> like wow. Oh, that, that now monk would have just like grabbed the award. <laughs> you explained like, to me. Oh, that off. wasn't a bit. He's just they would have had to have his assistant push him on stage. Like, okay, monk. I have <laughs> expected her to run on stage and be like. He accepts the award. He is really helpful. Well, let's go. He gets up there and he's like, like I, I don't want to be one of those guys w- with a list. And I you know people hate. Oh, shit. I need people the list. read off a list. And I'm so tired of lists. So, so anyway, here's my list. Oh, 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 my gosh. I'm so sorry. Like, is, is this a bit? But no, I guess he's just kind if of it's a, a bit. He's really guy. good at acting. He's proving he won it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, that's the thing that when I look back at Tony Schlup's career, like he has won so many times for Monk. He's a Tony winner now because he was in a musical a couple years back. He won an award for this guy is just such a great freaking actor, and he's great in the show. Like, oh, yeah. 
Yeah, so I'm so happy for him. Uh, now, here's something else interesting. The fourth most winning show of the night was Fleabag on Amazon. Yeah. And that nobody expected most. That. Well, no, that to me seemed like the most because they were just, she was constantly on stage. <laughs> well, that's the thing. But, like, like Fleabag has been those ones that's, like, a cult hit for, like, even the first season. Nobody saw it until it came out afterwards. Just like, oh, dude, Fleabag's amazing. Go watch it. Because uh, <clears throat> it wasn't up for any Emmys for that first season. But this mm-hmm. season, now that everyone's seen the second season, it had much more publicity behind it. Just out of nowhere, here's the awards it won. It won for Best Editing for a Comedy Series, which, sure. Sure. It won for Best Casting for a Comedy Series, which I believe that because all the new actors they got for this season were all, like, top-tier stuff, including, um, oh gosh, what's his name? The dude who's uh, Moriarty on Sherlock. <clears throat> Wait, really? Oh, okay. oh yeah, he's great. in the season where he plays a uh, priest who she falls in love with because it's like, oh. That guy's you know. a great actor. Oh, yeah, he's freaking awesome. He was trending uh, as um sexy priest for a long time, and I didn't yeah, know why. Oh, this one this season. So yeah, yeah. Uh, it won for have Olivia Coleman in here. I think she's been here since season one, but they have her in there, so that's why they won immediately. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> there you go. I know. It's, I yeah. love her. Yeah, she's amazing. I agree. <laughs> and she is really good in this show. She's really, uh, she's quite unlikable, but likable at that same reason kind of thing. It's like, oh, she's a mess, but she's a lovable mess kind of thing. Yeah, she's good at that. Uh, so then it won for best writing, which was the first time she went on stage for that one for Phoebe. Uh, it won for best. Does directing. Phoebe Waller Bridge do everything for this show? Uh, she she's the main creative I force behind. Guess so. not not she's only also behind the camera. Yeah, well, no, no. Not only that is she the main creative force behind Fleabag. She's also the main creative force behind Killing Eve. She wrote oh, that wow. show. Wait, really? Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, she's the Holy same writer. Crap. Okay, I didn't see that. She one. is a talented woman. She is a very talented woman. Because uh, yeah. it won for directing and it won for best actress, and then the big shock it won for best comedy series. Like, wow. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, it's, yeah, it's probably way more of the comedy coming. than the rest of them, yeah. Yeah. But I haven't no, seen Fleabag. So I've only seen one episode of Fleabag so far, but just that one episode, it's really funny. Like, the whole thing is about just basically her being this very, you know, sex-addicted, crazy, out-of-control woman, but she's trying to put her life back together the way she knows how best to do so. And it's just, it's very charming. Yeah, I love when she won for best writing and she has her speech ready and all that stuff. And it's like best actors or uh, she did she win best actress in a yes. role? Yeah, yeah. yeah. She goes on stage and goes, uh, uh, "Acting is hard." <laughs> like just does the exact same speech again. I'm like, that's great. Now, they oh, didn't televise this, but she also won best dressed, and I agree with that. She was very pretty. No, she was very pretty that night. So, no, and and somewhere RuPaul is really mad, especially her hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, RuPaul was a close second. Which, yeah, like, <laughs> RuPaul's like, God damn it, next time. Speaking of people who won a bunch, of course, RuPaul won like four Emmys this year, including Best Host and Best uh, Competition Series. So, no shock there. The that RuPaul really Award goes to RuPaul. Yeah, yeah, as long as he gets nominated, he will probably win. Well, I mean, sorry, as long as okay. RuPaul's Drag Race keeps getting seasons. I, I don't know the proper pronouns. Is he a he or she in this case for his gender identity? I so. had that discussion also with a friend. I think it's a he. Okay. I think that's how he refers to himself. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, 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 I am not as educated on that stuff. So if anyone ever hears me do that kind of stuff, just correct me because I don't know on all those things. So, uh, But anyways, uh, among other big winners, so apparently Love, Death, and Robots got a bunch of wins this year. Why? I heard it, I heard nothing about middling reviews for that. Well, I guess it's. I mean, it sounds like the most of its wins, other than it actually did win best short form comedy series, which was kind of surprising. Sure. Um, but I think a lot of it was one of those like juried categories for best animation, where they just give a special award for people for special categories in animation, like storyboarding or concept designing okay. kind of stuff. So, I have to assume that was where a bunch of its win came from. Did you guys sure. like it at all? I, I never watched it. it. I heard yeah. nothing about middling reviews. I think yeah, it was I, visually stunning, but I don't. 
not only recall any of the stories, I think I didn't care for many of them. Well, the problem was they were all so different from each other that it was a big thing where like people liked this one, but they hated this one or they thought this one was okay or this one was forgettable kind of thing. It was just a whole mixed bag situation. Oh, kind of like the Animatrix. Pretty, no, yeah, pretty yeah, much what it exactly is. what it was going for. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so let's see. Among the other big winners, because most other shows only got about like three, four at most, and then maybe one or two otherwise. Because um, Barry got three wins for the night. So it won Best Ooh. Actor in a, uh, in a Comedy Series, because Bill Hader is amazing, so darn right. Uh, and then it won for Best Sound Mixing and Sound Editing for a Comedy Series. Okay. Okay. Which... Man, I wish it won Best Director for a comedy series, but okay, Fleabag can have it this that year. That was such a good episode. I need to watch right? Fleabag just to stop being whiny about this, because that episode I know, I know. was so much freaking fun. I mean, that's just a big credit to say that television is so good right now that there are so many shows that it makes you want to go watch them when you see uh, it's like, oh, everyone's giving them Emmys. I guess I should go check it yeah. out. I wanted Stephen oh. Root to win, too. Oh, he was great, too, but yeah. But sorry, go ahead, Alan. I was gonna say, well, that 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 actually helps out, uh, like HBO and Amazon. It's like, hey, where are you gonna go to watch television now? It's like, well, they're winning all these awards, so it's like, which streaming service are you more, most likely gonna get? Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. I mean, that's how old school Emmy stuff went. It was like, oh, hey, what network is dominating right now? See how many Emmys they won, and go to that one. If you want to go to NBC or CBS or ABC, whatever the case may be. So yeah, and, and HBO's like, hey, come to our streaming service and uh, don't ignore the trash fire that was Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> Look, look how many prizes this season of, of Not our show can won. be the wire, Alan. See, look at Barry. Barry won. What's this? What's, why is everyone yelling at this show? No, 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 Barry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but also um, some other cool wins. So, I mean, this one's cool-ish. Uh, Handmaid's Tale was also awarded three wins for production design for a narrative contemporary series. And then Best sure. Guest Actor and Guest Actress for Bradley Whitford and Cherry Jones. So Okay. Maybe, I like maybe now Whitford somebody will watch Hulu. Is there a... <laughs> Let's keep spinning our wheels and hope no one notices award. <laughs> this would what? win it. This would win it handily, <laughs> probably. No, in terms of us, just the idea yeah. that like Handmaid's Tale is kind of running out, running out of steam a little bit. It's completely yeah. Well, because Margaret steam. Atwood is a crazy person and she writes crazy stories for crazy people. No, Margaret Atwood's novel finishes perfectly, and the show ruins that. That. I'm sorry. I read The Handmaid's Tale. I read Dude, the book too. That's a perfect too. ending. That is if you, boring. If you don't as understand fuck. why it's a perfect ending, then you didn't read it. <laughs> oh, well, I'll fight you, Bradley. <laughs> it's a boring, pretentious book that just read so she can get off all with her own writing. Okay. Well, uh, okay. here's a win that I'm sure Alan will be at least mildly happy about. Star Trek Discovery won for prosthetic makeup this year. So oh, There Which, you go. Good, because that's actually one of the things about the show, because the show, it's weird because it has a lot of money, but it uses it really, really well. So it'll use all the CG for the space shot. But for anything else, like one of the main, one of the main actors in the show is, uh, I can't remember the alien. Is it well, it's uh, Doug, Doug Jones. Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Doug yeah. Jones, and yeah. he is an just expert. full prosthetics and everything. And it works really good. And they're able to do that multiple different races. And I'm like, this is re- they're, they're using their money smart. Like, especially with season two, where they're able to do interesting, cool stuff with it. I'm like, this is really interesting. And I'm glad that it's getting the recognition because more people need to watch Star Trek. More people need to watch the new se- new seasons. If I didn't have to pay for CBS All Access, then I would totally watch it more. But you know, uh, get it, HBO. You know, HBO. <laughs> HBO. Will That's how I'm watching it. it. I, it's not HBO here, so. Well, 
Then get Canada HBO. <laughs> well, it's, it's on, on Blu-ray the, now too. So. Is it the, called like, the Crave service? I had the Crave. Yeah, it's service. called Crave. Yeah. Oh, oh Crave. Okay. Yeah. There we go. So yeah, it rolls in a bunch of stuff. So yeah. I can watch Doom Patrol. If I well, want that's to. like uh, yeah, Netflix, yeah, yeah. It's, where it's it, you know, internationally a bunch of shows will show on Netflix, but it won't show on Netflix here. It'll show on like DC U- uh, Universe or something like that. Oh, so. that happens with fucking uh, with Amazon. So why did anybody here tell me that Anthony Hopkins was in King Lear? I thought you knew. <laughs> I did it. That's the most perfect casting I could fucking think of. It's Anthony Hopkins. That's King Lear. Well, go watch King Lear then. I, I will. I hear but it's I great. Can't be- so. Because it's not on Canadian Amazon Prime, so I have to find other methods of getting it. <laughs> um, now, here's one that's actually kind of surprising. Russian Doll won, won three awards this night. Wait, so what? it won for cinematography for a half-hour series, which it's a good-looking mm-hmm, show. Mm-hmm. And then it won for yeah. production design and contemporary costumes as well. So. No, I think those yeah, are all okay. great. Have you guys, either of you two, watched it? I fucking yes, love uh, it. Well, only a part of it, but I, I liked what I, what I saw. So, Oh, I, I saw the whole thing in one sitting. It's amazing. Yeah, me too. It's up there with one of the best dark comedies I've seen in a long time. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It's, it's it's basically like, hey, let's have a more kind of depressing version of Groundhog's Day and actually make it... I don't know why it's called Russian Doll, but at least I like the show. Because, well, you know, the... You, you open up the nesting dolls, and there's something else. You know, you're always growing. That doesn't really apply to the show. True growth comes. It's their from way of within, not calling not it Groundhog's Day, basically. <laughs> yeah, but they could have called it anything else. Like that, the Russian dolls, a very specific imagery. <laughs> um, also, uh, what won three awards this night was Fosse Verdon, which I haven't seen yet, but I love the stuff of Bob Fosse because he's one of the most famous Broadway choreographers ever and film directors. Uh, but it won for hairstyling, makeup, and then best actress for Michelle Williams. So okay, and cool. Michelle Williams, I'd say the only person who gave a better speech, and I'm just gonna say it's a tie, was Alex Bornstein and Michelle Williams, because Michelle Williams was just telling her truth, you know. But people seem to love it and also relate to it, so it was really charming. Uh, she's a great freaking actress, and she she was talking about people who looked really lovely that night. She was very pretty. So yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah. Uh, let's see. So Succession also won for uh, Best Main Title Theme. So, that yes, that is an award, too, for just the opening music. Uh, then it won for Best Writing. So, okay. wow. Yeah, cool. Not, not DB and... Is it DB and Weiss or Benioff and Weiss? Yeah, they, they did not. Not Benioff and Weiss is the true winner of the night in that. Any category, or any, anyone but them, I think, was the right call. Oh, yeah. Game of Thrones won best writing. I think I texted this. I'll throw a fucking fit right now. Well, at first <laughs> like, I was kind of like, people are being too hard on them. But when then when they released the script and says, he burned down the chair because that's his mom's chair, man. You don't get to sit in mommy's chair. Like, Wait, that's holy the reason? shit. That's your he's, reason he's, why he's the dragon joking, did but that? that's more or less what it said. Yeah. yeah oh, my that's God. Because I heard that there are multiple things floating around. And it's like, oh, the dragon's an art student. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, something that also won two awards, Bandersnatch won two. <laughs> how the fuck? When it won, I was laughing. Like, how the hell did Bandersnatch win anything today? So it won for creative achievement in interactive media, which is a thing. So, okay, which, hey, yeah. the Bandersnatch well, award goes sense. to Bandersnatch. Well, it's because it the idea they're trying, to, they're trying to integrate web series stuff really heavily, including like short form web series and that kind of stuff. Uh, but then it won TV movie, which that threw me off so hard because I was like, they had a lot of like, okay, okay, they got a lot of good TV movies, and then Bandersnatch wins, and I start laughing because I'm like, what crack addict gave this the award? I'm so sad because I mean, 
at least I will say this: everyone wanted Deadwood to win. Even the people who won wanted Deadwood to win because at uh, one point yeah. during the speech, the uh, co-producer with what's his name, uh, Charlie Brooker, was like, "Yeah, so I want to give thanks to everybody, and we kind of want to thank David Milch because you know he's got Alzheimer's right now, so he <laughs> the, the, it, pretty much everyone knew that it should have been Deadwood." Well, no, because I was like, oh, as soon as I saw the award cat, oh, Deadwood, I'm like, okay, cool, I'm not even going to pay attention, Deadwood's going to win. Banner Snatch, I'm like, how? Yeah. I didn't even like it, and I'm a huge Black Panther fan. It's not even a real fan. TV movie. I thought, it I, is. I, it I is enjoyed it enough, movie. but yeah, it's definitely not one of the stronger Black Mirror episodes, kind of thing. Oh, so. that's, it, it's more, uh, it's, it's more like uh, elevated on its what, premise Okay, maybe, the maybe I'm not remembering film. it right. Was this the pick your own adventure nonsense? Yeah. Yes, yes. No, I re- I'm remembering it right. That's awful. That shouldn't even be nominated. The I, fact that it won over Deadwood, I was like, Deadwood won. Did you guys like, even it, finish? I I got bored. I stopped. It was so infuriatingly stupid. I stopped. Lexi and I played through almost every scenario. So holy cow, dude! You're, you're a hero. You are a hero to the gaming community. I don't <laughs> give him that. <laughs> no, I have the badge of honor now. I can wear you're that. Fucking you, crucify him yeah. on an Xbox. I'm the same way with Telltale games. <laughs> not the martyr of the gaming community. The hero. Of the game. <laughs> I, I am not villain. I am hero. <laughs> hey, Tommy, what's so? <laughs> Anyway, uh, also something that won two awards was When They See Us. So it won for Best Casting for a Limited Series, and then it won for Lead Actor for Jarrell Jerome. So, Which threw me off because I was like, man, how does this show keep getting snubbed? Give it a fucking award. And then it gave it one of the biggest awards of the night. Yeah, which I mean, yeah. from what I Good hear... Good speech, like, even, too. Good speech. Oh, yeah. Even what I heard from people, they're just like, yeah, among the whole cast, Jarrell Jerome was the big discovery this year. Where everyone's like, who's oh, yeah. this guy? He's amazing. So... Yeah, and uh, I liked how overwhelmed he was by the moment. I, I like to see celebrities appear human. Yeah. No, <laughs> so. it, it's refreshing to see people actually act like they want to win. You know, it's like, yeah. hey, this is really cool. I just feel very special. It's not like people just go up and go, yeah, thanks. You know, I guess I have. Oh, well, like, half of them didn't like expect dance to and, win. Like the Saturday Night Live people. Thanks for this. Oh, well, how did Saturday Night Live win anything? Uh, yeah, here's Holy the thing. Shit. Saturday Night Live, that's clearly so a case much. of people just... That's a case where people clearly don't watch the other variety shows. Because I'm like, okay, <laughs> yeah. Documentary Now, uh, maybe, I mean, maybe not Who is America. But I'm saying a lot of the other shows nominated were much more creative and much better than Senate Live was this season. So <laughs> Sarah Silverman pretending to be asleep. Oh, yeah. I don't blame her. That's Great the funniest joke. she's been in years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was just a painful thing. It's just It just reminds me that Senate Live is still a thing that people actually watch and care about. So I, I don't see two or three episodes a year, but... Not I, only see, I don't think I've ever sat through. through one. I only see skits every now and then, like on YouTube, just like, oh, was this one that everyone talked about? Okay, I'll check it out. Yeah. Kind of I like Kate McKinnon's redneck, but then I think Kate McKinnon's redneck character got retired like two years ago. It just, SNL just makes me feel like a really old, decrepit SNL man. is just a Simpsons of live action skit comedy. It's like, hey, it's been going on forever. So Speaking of, it. The Simpsons won Best Animated Series this year, too. So, Oh, man, I saw people getting mad about that. Yeah, like, seriously. What about BoJack? What about, about all that. these other shows? I'm like, yeah, I kind of agree. <laughs> I mean, the show's hitting peak, let it die, this isn't funny anymore, none of this is endearing anymore, and it wins. That's well, because now it's been acquired by Fox. I mean, by Disney. So I'm just like, is Disney going to keep this going? Are they going to finally pull? Uh, they they renewed it for two more seasons. And, so and if I'm not right. mistaken, it won for its parody of Welcome to Morrowind episode. Wait, How? sorry, I got to roll. I got to roll this back, Justin. Did you just ask? That was is the worst Disney movie gonna... of that year, wasn't it? How did it win for just copying? Yeah. So, Alan, to answer your question, I <laughs> look. 
Disney. Did you, did you just asked, is Disney going to keep this going? Disney. I'm just saying, Disney has been reevaluating a bunch of stuff with Fox, and they've been canceling their movies and their shows left and right. So I'm just no, saying, that's only X-Men stuff, which I agree with. Oh, that. they canceled a bunch of other movies, too, so... I'm just saying. Yeah, but I'm only care that they they, they they might as well have canceled New Mutants because people they're just gonna be like, well let's keep delaying well, about it until everyone forgets it. It's rumored to be released April 2020. You guys, New Mutants is the new Zack Snyder cut. That is the new thing. It's like when is this coming out? <laughs> <laughs> I'm reviewing it for one of us. I'm just putting that out right now. <laughs> uh, but anyways, let's see. So we're getting past most of the multiple award-winning ones, or at least the ones that we care about, not the you know variety show stuff. But hey, uh, you put respect on John Oliver. Well, okay, yes, John Oliver won a bunch for writing because he always wins that same award every year. Um, oh, well, I, you you get some tokens. Last week tonight is an incredible show that's able to basically break the mold of these late night comedy talks by being uh, yeah by essentially reviewing what's happening in the week, but also dwelling into their topics, which are really interesting. So yes, he deserves to be in best writing every time because he's one of the few people with his platform that's actually trying to do something good for the world sure sure but uh, and they also have a lot of talented writers that i've heard on you know podcasting and um just other stuff that they're into it's a great writing room is what i'm trying to say here so but sure, i think sure. this season it kind of leaned a lot on its laurels i mean how many times can you stole my lunch karen you stole it from the fridge like he's that, is that still funny hey to oh you, alan it, yes, and also he needs to bring back. He needs okay. to bring back the joke of countries you thought about so little you didn't realize this was another country. That's my favorite bit yeah. of the show. It is. It is funny. I'm glad this is us. Didn't was it called This Is Us? The uh, Sasha Baron Cohen one. This no, is, who's no, America. this is America. Who is America? Yeah, I'm glad that didn't win because that's just disgusting. That show. Yeah. I saw one episode that did kind of make me chuckle, which is like, oh, we're gonna bake a high tech mosque in your area. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of laughed my ass off when I saw that. Jeez. But it's very shocking. It's funny, it's just, but it just goes so far. I don't want to throw up watching TV, damn it. That's how yeah, Scott Cohen's thing. He wants to make you gross out and then think about it. Just like, okay, but you're not South Park, so. Yeah, yeah. South Park isn't even good at it. Yeah. But anyways, uh, also, Free Solo won a bunch this year. So now this is this is something that bugs me about people cross-promoting stuff for various award shows. Because Free Solo won the Oscar this year for Best uh, Documentary Series. And yet it can still compete in the Emmys as a TV movie documentary series. Or documentary something like that. So I'm like, oh, that's weird. wait. Yeah. So it won seven prizes for technical awards. I'm just like, okay, I guess just categories mean nothing anymore. <laughs> in this I hear it's also up for an MTV movie award, Most Cringe Relationship. <laughs> what? What? I'm just, I'm just messing you guys. That's not real. Okay. <laughs> Have you guys seen Free Solo? The relationship no. he has with his girlfriend is painful to watch. It's like, oh, okay. oof. Get Is that anything to do with the Solo Star Wars movie? No. It's, a, it's about that guy who's a big like mountain climber. So, yeah. He climbs anyway, without a rope, sure. man. Yeah. That, that's why it's Free Solo. He does it without any support. It's Free stuff. Solo. It's yeah. harrowing to watch, but it's great. Yeah, you should Free Solo from jail. <laughs> But what? also something that did win more than one award was Ozark. So good, hey, you as it Ozark should. Down. Now, as much as I think that Laurel uh, Linney should have won for Best Actress, I'm glad that for Best Supporting Actress is that woman's name I can't pronounce. Uh, Julie Gardner. I thought she had a more complicated name. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's right here, Julia Gardner. She's, <laughs> it's pretty straightforward. Um, well, Laurel Linney had a great clip to show her with the uh, well, Satan didn't have children. Like that, that's pretty funny. 
<laughs> no, she was she was legitimately really good speech that night too. And uh, I mean, she's yeah. so gosh dang young. She's like twenty five. So and she's oh, good wow. in the show too. Because when uh, you first what, meet what's her, her character one, in the show? I haven't seen it. So okay, when you first meet up with her character, her and her family are kind of these uh, these basically uh, redneck hillbillies that are just like, oh man, we know you got a lot of money, so we're gonna basically exploit you and steal a bunch of money from you. And she's one of the people, and you can tell she's the she's smarter than the the average one of them. So she basically is coming up with all these ideas to try to steal his money. But then after a while, she starts to basically uh, bond with the main character so much. That she starts to grow as a character and realizes, well, I don't want to just be a redneck hillbilly. I want to actually, like, get somewhere. So she starts to become a better businesswoman. She starts actually being able to run some of the clubs that he's taking up and starts to become a more interesting, sympathetic character. So over the course of the second season, she grows into this character that you start to root for the whole time. Wow. And I was like, this is yeah. fucking... She is the, one of the best characters on this fucking show, so I'm glad she gets some recognition. Yeah, I need to start watching this. You do. It's so yeah. good. No, I know Lexi was not as big a fan of it, but I need to see it for myself to see what it's like. You know, kind of thing. Yeah, were any like, of okay. you guys bummed out that the Game of Thrones women just completely left out in the cold? No, no because <laughs> Lena Headey did not nah. deserve to win Best Actress or Best Supporting Actress. The only I person little... okay, I wanted Gwendolyn Christie to win. I'll just say. No, that. I was gonna. I was gonna say I was gonna lose my shit again if Laura Hetty won for Best Supporting Actress because she did nothing but drink dra- grape juice well, for Lena, eight episodes. Lena Hetty, it would have been a Legacy Award though, right? Because she yeah. should have won for like she two didn't deserve ago. it. She should or have won she? for like season five or something yeah. like that. She, okay, then go back in time and give her a fucking award for season five. <laughs> Don't give her one when there's better Dude, people that. But that's how award won. shows work: is making then up. Fuck them. Yeah, but anyways, <laughs> the only one I would have supported for Game of Thrones this year would have been Maisie Williams. I thought she had to do a lot of the heavy lifting this season for. You she know, did, yeah. and she had the cooler oh, moments. I agree. Yeah. So, but the other award that Ozark did win and beat Game of Thrones at was Best Director for Jason Bateman. Now, okay, talk about this. Does Jason? Bateman, should we give Jason Bateman an award for the poorest sport of the night? Because gosh, every time they Man. cut back to him, he was just like, <laughs> "I don't give a fudge about anybody here. Don't you talk to me," kind of thing. Well, isn't just, he kind of a known for being an asshole? I, that's what I've heard from some people. So he it's just probably where a his p- comedic chops come from. I think it was during the uh, Kimmel and Colbert bit where they're just making fun of Jason Bateman and it cuts to him and he looks like he's about to jump out of his chair and fight. Yeah, I didn't know if that was a bit or not from him too because it looked like he was just like, don't make fun of me. And I'm just like, okay, dude, chill out. Well, he's also one of the few people that, and I don't know the entire situation, uh, supported Jeffrey Tambor during Jeffrey Tambor's kind of meltdown. Which he had to apologize for after the fact, but yeah. Oh, did Jason Bateman apologize for that? I think I heard like there's like there was like a half apology from some of those people like okay we didn't know the full details we're sorry Mm -hmm. you know kind of stuff like that so yeah yeah one of those things but to be fair do you feel that this was deserved Alan for his directing uh you gotta say it's it's weird because like I I watched the show when it came out like I visited one sitting so I think that the particular episode they probably gave it for I just don't remember the details um the episode was called reparations. Uh, so I have to look up which episode that was this season. Yeah, but honestly, every episode is spectacular. Like the one, uh, like so, I do think he does deserve it because it's spectacular over where the whatever episode Game of Thrones. Um, okay, Reparations was episode one of season two. So. Oh yeah, yeah. No, that was great. That was a fucking great episode. Yeah. Okay. okay. He definitely deserves it for that. But it's just like all the all the episodes are spectacular. So it's like hard to say like, oh man, he deserved it versus episode three or four. It's like everything there was good. Okay. Oh cool. So hey, that's cool. I mean, man, again. Good, good for you, Jason Bateman, but maybe lighten up a little bit next next time. <laughs> we know you want to be taken as a serious dramatic actor, but you don't have to do it all the time. <laughs> uh, so now a bunch of one-off wins, because I don't think anything else that's worth mentioning got a bunch of multiple. I mean, again, like mostly variety show stuff. But uh, 
Talking about singular wins, Glow won for best stunt coordination for a comedy series, which screw you, you sure. took it from Cobra Kai. So, wait, what? Yeah, Cobra Kai was nominated Kai and se- didn't win. Season two. So. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say season one won that. Oh, they're up to no, three no, seasons. No, it's nominated. It didn't win yeah, that one. Never mind. So. Yeah. Season two has a better end battle sequence than Game of Thrones does. Fight me. <laughs> I said what I said. No, the you're last... right. You're right. I agree. <laughs> I don't think Game of Thrones had an ending battle sequence, did it? Exactly. Okay. <laughs> the the endings the ending fight scene for Cobra Kai season two is better than the Long Night because more characters that mattered had oh, gotten wow. injured or maybe died. I'll say what I said. That was a better. No, I, fight. I still need to watch season two, but I'm I'm very it's excited. Fucking I really horrible. like that show. Oh, it's, it's really good. It yeah. managed to keep the momentum up. You know, I, I was watching it at first for camp, but then I thought, I'm really invested in Johnny's journey here. It's a great here. freaking show. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, but then also some one-off wins. Uh, a very English scandal, as we mentioned. Ben Wishaw won for Best Supporting Actor, which he has literally won every single category for this. Like like every every award show. So. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to watch, watch that this. I hear it's good. So It's on Netflix, I think. So No, it's uh, Amazon Prime. So. Is it Amazon Prime? Okay. Well, maybe it's on Netflix for you guys. I don't know. You dark Canadians. Oh, yeah. I don't know. But. I don't fucking know. <laughs> um, but then also, one that surprised me was Patricia Arquette won Best Supporting Actress for The Act, which she's really good in that show. I just didn't see that coming at all. Yeah, she's like, actually confusing. good is, in everything, is, though, you know. Is the main uh, girl, the young girl in The Act, the same one that plays Raven in... No, it's different actors. It's a Joey King who's the main actress. Okay, because they do look similar. That always threw me off. Yeah, no. Uh, except Joey King actually looks like a better actress compared to the Raven uh, from Titans. Well, oh yeah, goodness. that's a low bar. Well, I mean, the the cast of the act is phenomenal. Oh yeah, no. You and guys are said Raven she's, is not great. So. She she's a force of nature in the act. You know, yeah. just, she's just that's a hard terrible. watch too. That's a very yeah, hard watch. Yeah. Again, yeah. all these limited series that are all hard <laughs> watches. Just. <laughs> Patricia well, Arquette that's, was again, actually kind of tame in her speech, don't you guys think? Uh, well, she had to get a big political moment, too, which, okay, that's her right to do well, so. not so. really. Yeah. She usually comes out with a chainsaw with her political moments, but this was very reserved. I she think. looked tired. She just looked like, all right, political moment. All right, I'm <laughs> well, because she's been busy listening to the show and going, oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I, get, I get to leave for a bit. That's great. <laughs> I don't have to hear anyone else's joke. No, it, it, it was, was fine. It was fine. I'm, I'm just saying, usually yeah. she gets speech of the night, or at least out, most outrageous moment of the night, anyways. Oh, but uh, to answer your question from earlier, Bradley, the reason why a lot of these limited series are always depressing stories is because uh, humanity uh, humans are able to connect more to, uh, are able to sympathize more than they're able to empathize. Oh, okay. So it's like the happiness doesn't really portray as much as sadness comes through. Hmm. So they're able to, people are able to connect better with sadness than they are with happiness. Yeah, I did like uh, Bill Hader's joke about it. Most and the award for what did he say? Most recently canceled TV series for a <laughs> don't get to play anymore. Yeah, yeah. all that was crazy. that was a good yeah, that, joke. That was that, yeah, all that was really funny. <laughs> Barry gets canceled. No, I think what was it? No, it was most canceled actor in a canceled show or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> dude, most canceled actor. Shit. Uh, well, we give the award every single time to Summer Glau. <laughs> Um, Every show she's been a part of has been canceled. Yeah. But then uh, Crazy Ass Girlfriend won a couple of awards, too, for choreography and I think song and lyrics. So, cool. Oh, I, mean, it, I was going to say, it's a dance show. I was like, choreography? Oh, wait, it might be dance. Yeah. Well, I mean, cool. It, it's his last season, so at least got a couple awards for that stuff. Sure. Uh, and then the two surprised ones, just to finish off here, Best Actress in Drama Series went to J- uh, Jodie Cromer for Killing Eve, which... I heard this season wasn't as good as the first season, but I'm just shocked that everyone thought Sandra Oh was going to win this. Even well, even know, Jodie Cromer. It's a thought. show that has a beginning, middle, and end, but they just keep going. Some of these popular TV shows, you know. 
Yeah, I mean, it was a huge ratings monster for the first season, so there was yeah. no way they're gonna let it. Stop I don't think this. they expected it either. So this, no. the, the writing was probably a little rushed. That always ends up happening. They yeah. usually when shows have a really good first season, like oh shit, we got a second season. They usually clutch it in the third one. Well, and part of the like, problem I heard dip, is that yeah. Phoebe Waller-Bridge was less involved with the season because she was doing Fleabag. So mm-hmm. yeah, well, I like <laughs> this win a lot too because she was so overwhelmed with joy I, i'm sorry i keep using the world overwhelmed but she looked like so undeserved up there but everyone was like no Dude, really half, you deserve this half the people up there didn't know they were gonna win the award it was like yeah. oh shit everyone's like oh it was shit, pretty I kept cool it one. Yeah. yeah no i like that more than people just like oh of course he's gonna and sandra oh looked so happy for her it was really touching oh that's the thing yeah, like, like everyone, everyone i love it like, when scene partners actually like each other you know it's oh, yeah. kind of a nerd for that no well, I, hey that's good that people work together well well, you know, so many scene partners talk shit about each other, you know. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. No, I'm happy for her. She's, you know, again, she's a younger actress. She's just breaking Three out. Numbers. This is a huge boost for her, you know. Just yeah, 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 stuff. yeah. Um, but then one of the big winners tonight uh, for a show that I have not watched a single episode of, but everyone says he's great, Billy Porter uh, won Best Actor for Pose. So yeah, I yep, I can. Uh, well, that. that's the show with the, from the guy that uh, does all those television shows like American. Yeah, uh, Ryan Murphy, Ryan Murphy, Ryan Murphy. He thanked Ryan he Murphy himself. like three times too, didn't he? Uh, apparently, everyone loves Ryan Murphy. You know, it's one of those things where it's like he, like the if you work with Ryan Murphy, you will work with Ryan Murphy for like three shows. Like he will he will yeah. hire you for every single series that he does if you if you if he's in your good graces. So, and this dude, he gets up in what he's wearing, and my first thought is that's the most awkward thing I've ever seen anybody that wear. That freaking hat. <laughs> but when he starts talking and giving his acceptance speech, it just worked, man. I think because of that, he was one of the top best dressed tonight. What a genuine guy. Yeah. It's a great time, yeah. I'm no, excited to watch speech. this show. Yeah. No, I'm cur- I'm curious. I mean, it's just one of those things yeah, I'll get that around to eventually. It's pretty but... crazy. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. No, but uh, that's, the left. that's majority of the winners, unless there's any, like, the, the only other ones that are out there, it's like, oh, the re- live a- adaptation of Rent got a few awards, which who cares? Oh, freaking boo! Movie. I know, I know, who cares about Rent? You guys Rent? didn't like Rent? How can Rent you guys like No, Rent? it's terrible! <laughs> yeah. I, I don't even know what to say. You, you don't hate, get me you started on Handmaiden's Rent. Tale, you hate Rent, you hate I'm so, okay, like, I hate you, the man? movie they did for Rent, I don't care about anything prior. I think I think Margaret Atwood is is, is a fucking uh, okay. Well, I could say crazy. St- stick sticking to the topic of the show. Um, Vanessa Williams as uh, Maureen knocked it out of the park for the live action Rent. Did she win anything? Uh, I well, don't know the awards won. I'm just looking at the okay. The that, that's that's fine. I'm just saying it was one of the better live action shows on television. I know it probably bombed in the ratings. But I enjoyed it. Oh, it was it was not a it was a big failure, I think, for them because again, oh, rent yeah. is a product I think of they've its actually time. canceled future live action shows because of the terrible ratings. Yeah, and I'm the one trying so. to fi- to defend it. But so let's move on before that. So no, rent won for best in. lighting yeah. design, and it won for best variety like uh, special. I think good, so. good, good. Now, I, you guys, rent is a great play. No, musical. I mean, sure it is, but that movie was terrible. Yeah. Well, the movie was terrible. We're not talking about the movie. I am. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, uh, yeah, that's all I got to really say. That was kind of the major winners for this one. Uh, so, yeah, concerning all the awards that we just went through, like, what do you feel were, like, the most deserved? What are your general impressions about who won, who didn't win kind of thing? Like, what do you guys think? Uh, I like uh, Alex Bordstein's win the most, mostly because her speech. I've always been a huge fan of her. Yes, because of Family Guy. But that show introduced me to the comedic genius she is. 
I can't wait to binge Miss Maisel one day. Yeah. No, what do you, you Alan? Uh, I'm I'm glad Ozark won as many awards as it did because I feel like not enough people are watching that show. Like that show is like people keep comparing it to Breaking Bad, so that's probably why a lot of people aren't watching it. But that's why it I'm is not different. It. Yeah, it's different enough to Breaking Bad where it's like it's the only similarities between that show is say hey, the there's just someone caught up in the drug world. But it's different enough even from the very premise, so I'm glad that it's getting some recognition. Like, you know, giving Daisy Bain Best Director, giving, uh, I can't believe I keep forgetting the actress's Julia name. Julia Gardner. Julia Gardner, giving her Best Supporting. I'm like, yes, okay, give this show the recognition it deserves. Uh, and I'm just curious to check out some of the other shows like Succession and Fleabag that are just winning awards and I'm not watching them. Yeah. yeah. No, that's usually my and favorite thing about award shows is like spotlighting shows I probably never would have seen if I didn't hear how good they were kind of thing. Yeah, All the very last time I also really liked yeah. about the show. And the fact that Bill Hader was, I don't know if he was on his A game, but he was very funny, definitely funnier than all the presenters. <laughs> yeah, That's Bill a Hader's, low bar. Yeah, he's always on his A game, honestly. <laughs> like even, uh, we just introduced one of our friends that we made here in Carbondale. Uh, she's never seen Barry before, so we're binging through the entire season with her. And it just reminds me how brilliant Bill Hader is in that show, just all the way through. Like, even the one clip I keep rewatching is the bit from the third episode where Hank tries to kill Bill Hader and he t- uh, takes out the other dude who's uh, the other assassin with him. And they're just like, yeah. oh my gosh, my, my guy sucked balls. And you know it. It's like, if I suck balls, I'm king of <laughs> suck balls mountain. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, Bill Hader, that was one of his favorite moments filming the show. Like, apparently, he actually couldn't stop laughing when that guy said that line. So they, they keep redoing the take because it was just cracking him up that's funny yeah um but otherwise yeah i'm so happy for chernobyl to win because again my favorite show Boo. <laughs> i no. like the show i just there's there's a lot of dead weight i stand by it yeah you're alive. <laughs> yeah when Lies. we reviewed it i love the show three out of five episodes are great but i feel like they could have condensed it into a show oh we know we were both on show. that review so okay what, what show are you talking <laughs> about this, chernobyl uh, chernobyl no you're not talking about chernobyl come on what <laughs> I said what I said. There's a lot of dead he, weight to that show. No, Alex, Chernobyl never fails. Not, Justin, nothing, please tell happens. me you accidentally skipped something and that cat got a special award. Oh, God, that fucking cat. You know what? I was waiting for it. I it never showed up. Not once in this show. So. Fucking goddamn. <laughs> and hey, let's hire a bunch of British people to play Russians because not like Russia exists. Hey, again, Russians are not getting cast in anything nowadays. It's not just this show. Like, even HBO has that other show, Captain the Great. No Russians. Yeah, they got Helen Mirren to Captain the Great. And she's not doing it. Okay. Awkward, but the, and even weirder, there's also uh, that Superman Red Sun animated movie they're doing. No Russian accents for that. I mean, well, no Russian actors. I, I'm assuming Jason Isaac is doing a Russian accent to play Superman, which I'm like, okay, have fun with yeah. that. They are what never gonna have the, they're never gonna have the balls to go as far as the comic does. They're just gonna do some fucking I retroactive American bullshit. Nah, no, nah, because the first half of that comic is how if Superman was in charge of comedy, you think there's too much. No, see, that's the thing. The first half of the comic's the brilliant part. The the last third of the comic is kind of sucky, honestly. So it's I hope they change great. that stuff. But are so. you worried, Alan, that if they did go exact, that people would watch this animated series and? If it was too exact to the comic, they'd be like, "Hey, you know, being a commie wouldn't be so bad." And kind of like, no, my problem is people are gonna be like, "Whoa, it's communism! All this is bullshit." I mean, the whole story is mostly Superman becoming a super powerful world leader through force and intimidation and torture, essentially. So he does do it's that in Superman Four, though. It's a okay, but he totally it's a bullies story. the UN. It's a brilliant story about power corrupting anything that's good, and yep. I don't think that they're gonna have the subtlety to do it because we've seen them try this with Watchmen. Well, I mean, and now we're getting the Watchmen TV show, so... Oh, you know, Watchmen might have worked better as an animated series, actually. Uh, maybe. 
Yeah. Anyways. But anyways, um, no now, Russians. one last thing I'm going to say. Do you think... It, okay, so the cutoff for actual award recognition was, I think, in May for this year. So is there anything that we've seen so far that could possibly be up for competition next year? Because I'm pretty sure... Oh, Stranger, Stranger Things will fucking be, things, yeah. Yeah, Stranger Things will definitely be represented next year. Because... Uh, I heard the third season wasn't that great. Uh, what? I, I, I'm going to tell, tell you right now, third season is one of the best seasons of the show. So No, no, no. It's the best season of the show. Uh, okay. Who told you otherwise? Because like that last episode is fucking amazing. Yeah, I I thought it was great, and I I mean I said so on the review. It's like it's not flawless, but I think it is the best season of the show personally. So yeah, yeah. But has, um, yeah. yeah, I'm trying to think what else has come out lately that you would oh, say. Oh, uh, unbelievable! I think should be for best mini, like best. Oh uh, yeah, I can oh yeah, that. yeah. Tony Collette, please. Tony Collette for Best Supporting Actress yeah, or Best Actress. Can we get Tony Collette some awards, please? Like, Honestly, the 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 freaking I can't remember her name, but the other chick that was uh, acting off of. Uh, oh, I uh, guess, Jack. Is it Jackie Weaver or is it uh, Jackie Weaver? Yeah, she yeah. needs to be get some recognition because I was sure. like, who is this woman? Why have I never seen her or anything? Oh, she was a, a random extra in Walking Dead that gets killed off three episodes into her character. <laughs> also, I think also the uh, actress from Booksmart. I'm such an idiot yeah. for. Oh, oh, sorry, uh, Merritt Weaver. That's the name of the actress. Sorry, she bad. is she... an up and coming actress because. She's been in Booksmart and she's been in this and has killed it. So yeah. it's like at this point, there are so many like supporting or best actors coming for that. She yeah. killed the drama. She's got to do some voice work for Pixar next and just get the <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Uh, uh, what should I hope get some like maybe like technical recognition of that stuff is Undone, which we saw recently too. Which oh, Undone is it, are they going to really count it for animated? I you know what I think it would technically count. Like I think that because most of it is oh, animated. Is it rotoscope or something? Yeah, it's rotoscope. Yeah. I hear so. they hate rotoscope. I love how he could tell. Well, I said, is it going to be counted for animated? And he knows rotoscope has a weird history with the war. <laughs> no, I, I do know that. Well, I, I really like following animation stuff, you know. So yeah, and rotoscope so, is frowned upon. I know, but it, it is a great freaking show, and it's from the BoJack Horseman people, so it might get some like attention because of that. So maybe. maybe. I mean, they won't give it an actual prize for BoJack Horseman, but maybe at least get some notice. Good enough. <laughs> BoJack Horseman season four is the best one, in my opinion. Oh, I mean, I've only seen so much of BoJack, but I know my, my I've wife I've only seen a couple episodes. not for me. Yeah, my wife loves it. So, uh, But otherwise, yeah, I think that's most of the ones I would say just to keep an eye out for next year. But again, there's so much television that's going to come out. I mean, what? We got the new Watchmen show we mentioned. Uh, we got, I mean, any number of seasons for all the returning shows. But... Also, it's going to be interesting because now, after this year, there's going to be like seven shows out of competition because they just ended. So it's going to be a big free-for-all grab to see who gets well, it's Yeah, it's going to be a power vacuum of who's yeah. going to be the next best the show. Give Doom Patrol some awards, you cowards. <laughs> <laughs> best costume, best sound editing, best editing, best uh, choreography, best limited series. Fuck it, I don't care. Best acting to whoever you want to give it to. Like, <laughs> give them some awards. Stop being cowards. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's their thing about being against genre shows and that stuff. But, I mean, to be fair, it's against a genre show unless it's super freaking popular like Game of Thrones or Stranger Things. Yeah. So. It's a genre show unless we like it. Fuck you. Watch, <laughs> watch the show. It's the best superhero show to come out in the last five years. Well, Stranger yeah, Things won Best Drama once, didn't it? Yeah, that's not really No, it, no it didn't. But it, it, it won some technical globe? prizes, but not for Best Drama. So Really? If it doesn't win Best Visual Effects or whatever the like corresponding category um, the, is... The, the previous one, the previous seasons, one for editing and then for music and uh, title design. So 
Okay, that man, I'm sorry. It, like this season, season three needs to win like the best visual award because like that was some crazy shit they did with the fireworks. Well, not only just the actual visual effects, but also the cinematography work. Because oh my gosh, it's such a gorgeous looking show this season. So yeah, that that last fight scene when they had the fireworks going off in the background as the fighting. I'm like, this is fucking incredible. <laughs> yeah, so I'm behind two that- seasons, guys. I don't know. Dude, I'm, I'm telling you, the third season really, like, it fires on all cylinders. It, there's the never a The first season moment. had an ending, and I'm satisfied. I don't care to go back. Okay, the first season has an ending. The second season kind of repeats a lot of the third, a lot of what's going on with the third, uh, with the first season. The third season kind of wraps it up and puts a nice bow on it. Yeah. People are so angry on Twitter about the Stephen Hopper character, though. I didn't look into that. Why, I'm angry but about, but there, there's a whole other reason for that. But you know, that's a whole other podcast that we can talk about what that's the okay. About. Yeah, he's a horrifying drunk that the show plays off as a joke. Well, that's, <laughs> well that's even more so this season than previous seasons. Yeah. But, oh uh, no, it, it is terrifying. At one point, I'm like, you guys realize that he he's a violent drunk that you played off as a joke. Right? He's like 80 sitcom dad level of violent drunk that's lovable. So no, oh, that okay. was terrifying. Him going through the door. I was like, yo, no, 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 this isn't funny. <laughs> well, Harper's a really good, kind of an intimidating guy. Yeah, he, he. I don't know if he could do comedy that well. Yeah. No, Frankenstein's Monster Frankenstein is an amazing Whatever the comedy. fuck that was. I, I that was really a great liked comedy. Frankenstein's Monster. I liked that. Whatever the fuck that was. I loved it. <laughs> I still love that little, like, what was that one that you pointed out with the crab that came through in the, that one shot for uh <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and also, uh, Alfred Molina. That's how I got it to Juilliard. Yeah, that's how I got to the Juilliard. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen to that review, people. It's great. But anyway, yeah, watch, watch everyone hate on me because I don't get the brilliance of fucking George Orwell. Well, what else is new? <laughs> Wait, George or- George Orwell. Was it uh, somebody? Orson no, Welles. No, no, no. Orson Welles. I keep confusing those yes, two for some fucking you know, reason. What's the guy's name, Justin? I'm drawing a blank. He talks like this. Uh, mission. Damn it. <laughs> he did H.G. Anyway. Wells' um, War of the Worlds over the broadcast. That's Orson Wells. Orson Wells, that's what you said. Yeah, yeah. I keep confusing Orson Wells and George Orwell or something. Yeah, George Very oh, different. Please don't. Please don't. You like George Orwell books, right? No. All 1984 right. is overrated. Have, have you best. met Alan? It's probably, he probably hasn't. 1984 it. is an overrated best. That is a terrible live action movie. Okay. Okay. The live We're action done movie here. probably is terrible. That book is a work of genius. Awful. It's. Anyway, thank you all for listening to our... <laughs> Justin, why don't you close out? We need to have a book segment on this show. Like, we we do have, have a book, book segment. segment on this hey, dude, go, go check out Books and Beer, our books podcast. Books and Beer, yeah. Oh, we do. Yeah. Hey, hi, guys. Hope you're listening to this. Uh, we love your podcast. <laughs> Apologies. I'm new here. <laughs> oh, oh, well, anyways, uh, yeah, just to help promote stuff, speaking of, Alan, tell people where they can find you. Yes, if you're curious to hear me rant more about 1984 and other random books that uh, that Bradley loves, go to Facebook, <laughs> write in the chat attack, and you'll see a blue logo with a bunch of symbols on it. There's embedded links to all sorts of things that I'm a part of where nobody can stop me as much as they try to. Uh, and if you're curious to hear about my political opinions, we started up a new podcast on the Metropolis Collective called the Illuminati Podcast, where we go into uh, not so much weekly podcast news, sorry, weekly uh, political news, but we end up just going with uh, various topics and stuff that kind of coincide to what's going on. We recently discussed and broke down the most recent Democratic debates on our favorite uh, politicians and our least favorite politicians. So if you're curious to hear about that stuff, be sure to check that out. So that's Chat Attack and that's the Metropolis. Awesome. Uh, Bradley, where can they find you? I am at Bradley of Martin on the Twitter. I'm usually trolling around the Facebook site, all of us. On the Screener Squad reviews. Ooh, you liked Animal Farm, though, right? 
No, I never watched it or read it. Or okay, well, it. let's leave it at that then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I like George Orwell books, but you can also find Whatever. me here on pretty much every, well, uh, half the shows pretty much on one of us.net. Uh, Screener Squad, I Am the Prize, Breakfast Pub, which Alan was on this week's episode, which, yes. and again, I feel bad. Shaq, please talk to me. I would love to be able to coordinate you for next week's <laughs> Breakfast Pub. He's saying that he's mad at you. I, mm. I hope he's, you know, I feel really bad. Oh, I'm sure bad. he's not. No, it, it, it was a mess up, people. My audio was like, I, I, I pretty much came off as a robot during my recording, so we had to re-record it, and I want Shaq back because... He, he was really funny this week. So, anyways. Uh, but, yeah, you can hear us on that. We do I do have another podcast in development, but it's just on pause right now before we get it actually rolling. So, look forward to that. Uh, probably, I don't know, sometimes next month. We'll see. <laughs> uh, but thank you all for listening, and tune in for our regular Oscar stuff uh, whenever we feel like recording another episode. So, see ya! <laughs>